Welcome to the Mastering College Two Career Podcast. I am your host, the one that knows the most, Daniel Botero. In a world where eight out of 10 students are graduating without a job lined up, and 40% of graduates never work in a job that require their degree, this podcast is the solution. In this podcast, not only do you hear from my own personal experience, countless hours worth of research on this topic, but I bring industry experts to help students take away that fear of graduating without a job and instead teach you how to land your dream job. So with the fact that 85% of students walk down the stage without a job lined up, I decided to create a really short assessment that students can take right now that will take less than five minutes and give them a very clear idea of how ready they are to graduate with a job. And it's kind of funny, it's fun, and it will give you an animal. You'll either become a sloth, somebody that's just kind of be sleeping through college. You either are a bear, someone that has a lot of potential but has been hibernating. You could be a dog, someone that has been doing some great things, are trainable and have high potential or you can be a unicorn. And that is a very small percent of students that have done exactly what it takes to land their dream job and have already done it. So which animal are you? Find out at masteringcollege2career.com forward slash assessment. Welcome back to this episode of the Mastering College to Career Podcast. Today I have one of my favorite type of shows, and this is when I get to talk to a student, right? Really try to understand their mindset and how they do things. And for today's episode, I have Josh Chacon, and he is a, a business administration and accounting student at Florida Southern College, and he is a sophomore. But what you'll see from this conversation is that some of the things that he's doing I come across seniors who don't do this. So this is some amazing stuff here. So make sure you listen to the whole episode. So without further ado, Josh, how are you doing today? I'm doing great, Daniel. Thank you for having me on. It's, it's a pleasure to be on here. No, it is. It is so I enjoy this conversations the most. When I get to talk to students who are actually there right now and implementing some of the stuff that I talk about all the time and you're doing it really well. And so... Why don't you tell the audience a little bit about yourself? All right. So my name is Josh. I was born in Orlando. I lived in Florida my whole life. I lived in Oviedo for most of it. I graduated from Haggerty High School, and um, I grew up in that area for most of my life. I enjoy playing soccer. I played club and high school soccer. And, yeah, I chose to come to Florida Southern, which is in Lakeland, because of the great business program they have. And I knew. I didn't, I am still figuring it out exactly what I want to do in business, but I knew if I was in a great place like Florida Southern, or I know obviously Daniel knows this as well. UCF has a great business program as well. So I knew if I picked a school with a a great um, accredited uh, business program, I would be in the right place and set myself up for the future. So I'm enjoying life at Florida Southern. It's a nice uh, small school, but it's helped me really grow up. And so Josh, I want to, one of the things that um, I really love about you is that you've gotten involved at a very, very early stages of your college career. So tell me a little bit about how, like, what are some of the things that you're involved with on campus, you know, because you do more than just go to class and then 
call it a day. <laughs> yeah, that's definitely true. I'm actually the main thing I'm a part of is within the business the business department. Um, I'm a part of Delta Sigma Pi, which is the professional business fraternity on campus. It's all over the country. Like um, UCF has it. Obviously, Daniel, you were part of it as well. And it's a great way for me to get involved with our business department and really start to grow my network. I'm actually the vice president of professional activities there this semester, and I'm really enjoying it. That's how I connected with Daniel. Um, I messaged him and said, hey, would you love to come speak at our uh, recruitment event? And that's how this whole connection started. So I'm involved in Delta SIG, which has really helped me a lot, get out of my comfort zone and really start to grow within a, the business world. And I'm also a part of, well, I'm working with Enactus right now um, for a sort of like a, it's a community service um, yet business uh, geared organization on campus. Again, it's like Delta SIG, it's at other schools, but one of the main projects I'm involved for them is we're actually starting a business right now in our school. It's called the Career Closet of Lakeland. And we're basically going to be renting suits at an affordable price for college students that can't afford suits. So that's something that I'm really putting a lot of time and effort into on campus. And yeah, I also work as a, a student development manager at the Phonathon. So I'm involved with um, this group of students who call alumni at our school and ask them for donations. And that keeps me pretty busy. I talked to a lot of interesting people that went to our school, a lot of characters there. So it's been a great experience at Florida Southern, definitely doing my best to stay busy. And so how did you, when did you decide that you wanted to do business? So it's kind of interesting because I was going through my, a little backstory. So in high school, I was really, you can ask my parents this, I was just focused on, you know, going to school, making good grades, and honestly, just playing soccer and hanging out with my friends. I was not, I was not business geared at all um, in terms of like, well, not, not necessarily business geared. I wasn't like college geared or like really thinking about my future as much. I was doing everything I could, but I didn't really start thinking about where I wanted to go to school until my junior, uh, the summer of my junior year going into senior year. And I started looking around and started applying to schools. And I really realized looking at all the majors, I, I did a lot of research. What are majors that can help you succeed? Like what's, what's the most enjoyable majors? What are, the, um, what are the things that maybe I would like to do for the rest of my life? Because college, you know, it's four years, but if you get a good degree and you really set yourself up well, I mean, that's, that's what you're going to do for the rest of your life most of the time. So I, I did a lot of research there and I found that I was more geared towards business. I'm definitely not a STEM major or, you know, anything science. Uh, that really confuses me, but I did research, found business, but I wasn't really sure what I wanted to do. So I looked at what schools um, would be best for business. And I found Florida Southern, I found UCF, I found a few others. And for me, Florida Southern was like the perfect distance from home, but not too far where I couldn't go home. So really, I just, the reason I picked business was because I have more of an entrepreneurial mindset and I'm just not entirely sure what I want to used to get into it but i've always been a guy that likes to talk a lot um and negotiate with people so i figured business would be something that would fit me and so how did you decide to get involved like why did you decide to get involved in the organizations that you are now involved in 
So Delta Sigma Pi, um, it's actually an organization that was really marketed to me a lot because in our freshman business class, we have these teacher assistant uh, mentors and they were all in it. So they were constantly telling us about all the recruitment events going on, constantly encouraging us to at least check them out. And honestly, at first I was kind of confused. I didn't really know what it was, but I went to a recruitment event, um, the information night, found out that a lot of these people that are involved in Delta Sig, they get almost like, it's almost like a leg up on everyone else. And they really get that advantage um, when it comes to networking opportunities, internships, and full-time employment. So getting involved in Delta Sig was something that was presented to me. And I figured if I'm going to be at a small school and take advantage of every opportunity that's coming my way, this is the time to do it. So I didn't waste any time and wanted to make sure I, I hit the ground running. So it was something I decided to be a part of and I haven't looked back. It's been a great experience so far. When did you, how, like, how soon since you started college did you start getting involved into this organization? So I joined Delta Sigma Pi in my freshman year, my first semester of my freshman year. And then I actually started, I just uh, joined the Enactus team uh, this past semester through a class. But I basically, like I was saying before, I really wanted to hit the ground running and start off strong. I didn't want to really ease my way in because you only have four years to make an impact. And I figured, you know, my parents really instilled me with that hardworking and um, kind of go-getting attitude. And my parents are helping me out with college. So I want to make the most of my time here and set myself up properly for the future. So I figured, why, why not get involved? I'm a freshman, but I mean, there's no reason I shouldn't just get involved right away. So I want to take advantage of everything. And so one of the things that I found very interesting was the fact that you were you're holding a leadership position and you're a sophomore. And this is an organization that primarily what I've seen is, is mainly juniors and seniors. And mm -hmm. the people that hold uh, those leadership positions usually are juniors and seniors and mainly seniors. What advice do you have for students that might be early on in their um, college career, maybe freshmen and sophomores? to not be afraid to run for those positions, one. And second, what is the advantage for doing that early on? That's a, that's a great question. If I were to sum up what me personally, like what I did, I would say the best thing you can do is show that you want to be there, be enthusiastic, be engaged, and make sure that you talk to everyone and get in front of everyone that you can. Because a lot of, I mean, I found this out like pretty quickly after being in college through all my professors and everyone I talked to. It's about who you know and getting yourself connected with the right people and making yourself, you know, like you talked about a little bit when you came to our recruitment event, uh, marketing yourself to employers to get a job, marketing yourself to other people to um, get a good impression on them and to let them know that you're a great person and that you're qualified and you want to be involved. So I would say if I were to give advice to someone who's younger, ask people who are in positions you're running for or you're interested in being, hey, how do you like this? What do you do? Um, can I help you? Asking like if you can help them, that's a big thing because um, people love to talk about like what they do and also they love to have help with different things because everyone's really busy in college and you know time is very valuable. So if you can help them with anything, I would definitely say asking to help that's a great opportunity. And 
the other part of probably getting in, involved would be to run for the position. So if you want to like run for a position in Delta Sig or like another organization or just anything in general, go for it. Like don't hold back and make sure you let everyone know that even if you're not the most necessarily like on paper qualified just because you're young, showing the hunger and the desire to learn almost. That's really good. That's what I figured because when I ran for vice president of professional activities, I mean, I had people older than me running for it, but I had like all my thoughts organized um, and I made sure that people knew exactly what I was about and like what I really wanted to do. So being like clear and like concise with your words and like what you say really helps because nowadays a lot of people, they have like false motivations, you know, um, they just say things just so then people like them. So you really want to make sure you're clear and genuine. So let me ask you, so you've had this position for how long now? So uh, vice president professional activities here at my school, um, we do it like on a semester basis. So I'm the vice president of professional activities this semester. Okay. And so what do you think is the biggest thing you've learned so far? Oh, the biggest thing I've learned so far is definitely um, reaching out to people and not being afraid to um, get in contact with anyone because you kind of touched on it too in your recruitment um, speech. LinkedIn is a great tool to use um, when you're connecting with people, sending them that personalized note. So I would definitely say the biggest thing that I have learned is connecting and just not being afraid to ask people who have a lot of experience or have a big job title, hey, I'm interested in doing something that you do in the future, or I see you're very skilled in this. Um, can you help me? So I would definitely say vice president professional activities has been awesome. I loved it. Like, I, I love it. Like, honestly, I might run for the exact same position again. If it was year long, if I could have it for the rest of the rest of school, I would do it because um, it's like the best way to get into contact and bring the speakers like you. And we actually had uh, Roger Lear, who's the president of OrlandoJobs.com. He actually came in and spoke to us and everyone was very impressed with him. He had a great presentation. So honestly, also helping people. I really, I really love that because it, it's, it's nice helping yourself and really like getting your brand out there and being able to network with these professionals. But at the end of the day, like if you're part of an organization, you can really set others up as well. I mean, you're just, it makes you feel good too. And it just helps everyone else out. So I would say definitely networking with people and, you know, taking advantage of those opportunities. Um, do you think, um, what's your percentage rate? Like how many messages have you sent out on LinkedIn and what do you think uh, ballpark percentage of those individuals replied back to you? So I really take sort of, again, like what you, it's, it's similar to what you were saying. I take more of like a, a sniper approach when I message people and, or when I ask them to, you know, speak or if I'm, you know, asking them for any help. So I would say for the amount of, the amount of people I, I contact, I contact people like at least three or four different people uh, every week. If I see their name pop up or if I know that I have a mutual connection, like actually Orlando City, for example, like I'm a big soccer guy. I love soccer. Like it's my passion. And they're having actually an accounting and finance series that, uh, my girlfriend, actually, who goes to UCF, she sent me a link and said, hey, I know you'd love this. And it's like a $20, $20 event. And you get to go to the game after and before they give you like a speech on, you know, from their CFO and their controller about accounting and finance and what their careers are. So 
I connected with um, their controller on LinkedIn. And it, it's just like things like that, like any opportunity you have, like any opportunity I get, like anything, I just say, hey, why not connect with them on LinkedIn? Why not, you know, message them, like find out what they do. Why do they like it? So I would say maybe like two, three people, maybe a week. I don't know. I'm not, ta- I'm not keeping track. But, but I, My question is how many are responding back? Oh, well, responding back, pretty much all of them. That's, uh, most yeah, of them. that's exactly yeah. what I, that's what I thought. But yeah. here's the thing, like, I think when I, when I talk to students, I tell them to do exactly what you're doing, right? Like researching and being strategic and not just copying and paste messages. That doesn't work, right? Exactly. Actually personalized message with intention, right? There is an intention behind it. And it's not all about you, but it's also about them, right? Mm-hmm you're going to get a reply. And, um, and so it's really interesting to hear from you because um, you're naturally doing this. You're automatically doing this. Like, and, and if I think about that example of Orlando City, which is a fantastic example that I want to kind of dive into a little bit. Orlando City is trying to give back, talk about, you know, finances and, and things like that. And then you're allowed to go to the game. That's an initiative for their finance department. The people setting it up, they're, they're putting their CFO and their controller, right? The top two mm-hmm. finance people in the organization at this event. And, and they want to make sure it's successful. So the fact that you are, A, planning to attend, and then you're going out of the way and reaching out to them about an event that's important to them, they're, they're going to reply, and they're going to be so grateful that you showed up. And if you even go above and beyond it and bring in five people with you, then they're gonna remember that right they're gonna they're gonna remember it's it's funny you mentioned that because i actually invited two of my friends to come like as soon as i got the link i was like i knew one of my friends who's an accounting and finance major and he's going to semo state right now and then one of my friends who's going to valencia is a business major too so i was like oh perfect that's that's perfect and i think one of the when i talk to students and i and i tell them about this i feel like they're they, the biggest reason why they don't do it is they're afraid of rejection. Mm-hmm. And so my question to you, you said you're sending about two to three messages a week, which it's not about volume. It's about quality over quantity. How many times have you been rejected? Hmm. So that's a good question. And when, I, when you say rejected, do you mean like I don't get a response or like? Yeah, like I mean. Just like. What's the worst? It doesn't work. I guess what I'm trying to trying to find out is like, <laughs> what's the worst case scenario? I think the worst case scenario is either one, they don't respond, mm-hmm. or two, they'll be like, "Sorry, Josh, I'm too busy at this moment. Contact." Mm-hmm. Like, I don't like. I don't think they'll ever say to you. I don't. I can never see a professional going to you like, "Josh, you are scum. Stop emailing. <laughs> like, stop wasting my time." Like, has that ever happened to you? Yes. No, I'm kidding. No. <laughs> no, 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 that's never, that's never happened. That's the thing. And I, t- I tell everyone in my chapter, I tell everyone I talk to all my friends from home. Look, the wor- like you said, the worst thing that happens, they don't reply or they don't accept your invitation. And honestly, it's better. You know, it sounds cliche. You know, if you don't shoot, you don't score type of thing. But it really, if you don't, if you don't like put that out there, if you don't send that message, you know, you're not going to get your dream job. If you want to like, because for me, I'm not exactly sure what my dream job is, but I know I love soccer and I know I like Orlando city and I'm interested in accounting and finance. So why would I not message the guy for the event? And yeah, they're putting it on for us and I'm, I'm a paying customer essentially because it's a $20 event. So definitely I knew. Yeah. Yeah. 
they're not they're they're not doing it for yeah. the money like they don't need 20 bucks from exactly the exactly it's like, only 20 dollars they're doing it because maybe that's a ticket like because mm-hmm. they're giving you access to the game like a ticket to the game is more than 20 bucks exactly like you have to put yourself in the employer's shoes like if they're putting those types of events, it's for a reason, right? And so how do you provide value? Like, how do you go and stand out? And like, you're doing it. And that's, I'm so glad, like, even you joked around saying like, that's never happened. Like, yeah, it's happened to me. No, that's never happened to me. Because <laughs> I think that's the biggest fear the students have is rejection. It's like, mm-hmm. why do I as a student, like, why would they reply to me? I'm like, they're going to reply to you as a student more than they will reply to me after I graduated. Like, you have mm-hmm card and, and that's so amazing that you're doing it and you're seeing some of the results so i'm looking forward to see what happens at orlando city yeah I'll, I'll keep you posted for sure it's if anyone who's listening to this they're interested it's on the sixth don't worry i don't work for them i'm not advertising it for you know money but definitely it's a cool thing if you go on their website you should be able to find it it's like a college series they have it going on like the fall semester too so nice nice all right so let's dive into also um so you're, you're a sophomore, right? And you even said right now, you don't even know what your dream job is. Mm-hmm. So what are you doing to finding out and getting more clarity? So there's a few things I'm doing to get more clarity on like what I want to do in the future. So I actually did an internship the past summer um, in the financial office. It's actually a, an insurance brokerage in Lake Mary, Florida called Assured Partners. But I worked with the tax and accounting teams and I got the internship without having a single accounting or a tax class. But I knew um, one of my best friends from home, his mom works there and she knew I was interested in working over the summer and kind of put me on the team. So again, that's an example of who you know. That's a very big thing. But that kind of geared me towards um, that field because I saw everyone in the office, you know, everyone there is either a CPA, uh, either a CIA, you know, there's, there's a bunch of certifications, a lot of very smart people in there. And seeing all those people, they really, I had this stereotype of accounting being like a boring, you know, number crunching. That's it. My mom even told me I was thinking about accounting. She's like, you're not, you're not a math guy. I'm like, well, it's not math. It's um, just adding and subtracting and dividing and multiplying. There's nothing more than that. And after seeing that, after having that experience, I really realized, oh, that's not a bad route. Maybe I should check it out. So what I'm doing to like kind of find out is I'm talking to people that are obviously CPAs or, you know, um, I'm talking to a lot of my teachers, which is a great thing about Florida Southern. You can like talk to any professor that you have. I actually had a great like 30 minute conversation with my leadership teacher this morning. He was like a CFO for a subsidiary of General Motors in Germany um, back in the 80s and 90s. And he's a really cool guy. Like if you were to talk to him, you wouldn't you wouldn't think he was like a former CFO. He's a very nice guy, very approachable. And he was telling me all about um, how his son is interested in doing like a master's program um, and trying to become like an NFL scout. But he went to school originally and I think his major was something like either computer science or something STEM related. So nothing to do, but he's always had that passion of, you know, working for an NFL team. So now he's getting his master's in I think business and he's trying to become an NFL scout. So I'm definitely talking to a lot of people that are involved in fields that I think are important to me and that can get me, in a successful um, job. That, that's amazing. And so why did you decide to do an internship your f- freshman year? I mean, wow, like what <laughs> that was a good idea. And how did well, you, so, yeah, let's talk about that. 
well i figured it wasn't a bad idea so (laughs) and i i was i was at home and you know the summer before and like i said before it's during high school and honestly going into college i wasn't really like as motivated i didn't have that like and it wasn't that i wasn't capable i just i hadn't hit me yet that i was really about to go to college and you know do real world things so i didn't have a job my my summer going into freshman year and after a few days i was like wow i can't just sit at my house and do nothing all day i need to really like get out there and do something so uh, it was a great opportunity um it was a paid internship but the experiences were definitely way more valuable than any conversation i could have had so i decided you know the more experiences i have and the more things that will get me towards uh understanding the better and there's no, there's no bad experience i think when you work um I'm actually like, I'm think I'm looking for something for this summer, whether it be just something, you know, uh, like a part-time job, you know, working at like a store, or if it's an internship. Um, so yeah, I mean, just any experience, I figured that'd be a great experience and I'm working with professionals. So I mean, what no, better? I mean, I think it's, a, it's a definitely a great experience, whether you end up in accounting or not. Like, I think sometimes we think about internships and we're like, this has to be it. And I'm like, no, like yeah. you got out of the internship and you realize either accounting is definitely for me or accounting is not for me. That's a win, right? That is time you save. The worst thing that you want to do is figure that out after you graduate and then have mm-hmm. already gotten the accounting degree. And now you're working for an accounting firm. You're like, damn, I'm miserable. And so, and, and that's a, yeah, that's actually, sorry, I'm just going to interrupt you there. That's actually something my leadership teacher was telling me a, lo- a lot about is that, he told me, because he was actually advising me too. Like he was giving me some advice saying, I know, yeah, you're interested in accounting and I know you're not 100% sure yet, but I would definitely recommend you work. Like as soon as you graduate, get a job for a year or two. Don't necessarily do the master's. Don't do everything you know, right away because what if you end up getting all these degrees and doing all this work and then you get into the actual job that you haven't done, that you just had classes on and you hate it. You don't want that. So I definitely would say the work experience is I mean, your classes are important, but the work experience is definitely like one of the most valuable things you can get. Because if I hadn't had that internship, I would still just be a business major. And if I hadn't come, you know, to Florida Southern and, you know, been as involved in that class, that freshman business class, I wouldn't even be in DSP. So just that's what I would say about it. Love it. So what, what, do you, what are your goals for next semester? Like, what do you want to accomplish? But the end of fall, where do you want to be that you're not there now? So for next fall, I'm actually, I'll, I'll tell you, you guys a secret. I'm actually planning on running for president of Delta Sig at my school. So hopefully next fall, I will be the president of Delta Sig. So I have a lot of things I want to implement. Like I really want to make it um, a lot more, you know, I'm VP of professional activity. So I want to make it more professional, but also there's just a lot of different things. So that's, I would say the elections are coming up. So it's sort of a short slash like middle range term goal. But for next semester, I would definitely say just keep growing my network. I, I really like, after having this position for a while, I really realized, you know, I've said it again, but it's who you know, and it's really about um, just like never stopping learning. So I'm, de- I'm taking the, the Linda, classes uh for certifications on linkedin so that's one of my goals as well to get certified in at least excel and a few other things um and just to keep um keep staying active i mean it's not necessarily a business related one but 
I love playing soccer. I like working out. You know, I like spending time, you know, not always doing the, the busy work. So making sure I'm enjoying that. I love it. I love it. So yeah. we've actually been talking now for almost 30 minutes. I know time flies. Yeah. <laughs> one piece of advice that you want anybody listening to this podcast take away, what would you hope that would be? Don't be afraid to make a mistake. That's what I would say. Because a lot of times uh, you, for example, like when I, I'm, I'm not going to lie, when I was first, you know, interacting with you, um, the day before, you know, and the day leading up to the event, I was a little bit nervous because I was like, man, I don't know this Daniel guy. I don't know Don either. They have a lot of different experiences. You know, they're very professional. What are they going to think of me? I'm just a, a college student. You know, I haven't done anything close to what they've done. But, you know, I was just myself and I'm assuming you guys liked me enough. You know, I'm on the podcast. So it's definitely something that you need to realize is not be afraid. Don't be afraid to reach out to anyone and go try and achieve your goals. Because if you if you don't uh, if you don't go for that, I mean, you're never going to achieve anything. And I think a lot of people nowadays are too afraid to try and you know do something because of the fear of actually being laughed at or, you know being embarrassed that oh they failed in their goal you know some people like for example like people trying to go pro in a sport or you know hey a lot of people make fun of them because oh they might not be good but by putting in the work and doing everything you you don't want to be afraid so that's what i would say it's kind of a long-winded answer but don't be afraid because you'll be surprised i did not think i was going to be vppa and be connected with you be connected with as many people so it's definitely an unexpected journey, but I thank God for it. And I'm just happy I wasn't afraid. Josh, man, I love it. That's like an amazing piece of advice. And the fact that like, just don't be afraid. Don't be afraid of connecting. Don't be afraid of taking the internship. Don't be afraid to get those experiences. Mm -hmm. That is amazing, amazing advice. Josh, thank you so much, man, for coming on the podcast, sharing your story. Um, keep doing what you're doing. You're going to find so much more success. It is a compound interest. Like networking is literally like investing in the stock market. It's going to continue to grow. And like the relationships that you build on now, they will connect you to other relationships. And then you see it grow and grow and grow. And it only gets easier and easier. The hardest part is the, is the beginning, right? And it's so much easier mm -hmm. as you to build that and I, you i think you've noticed that and you're going to continue to see that and so best of luck at orlando city best of luck uh for running uh, definitely you know be prepared i think you will be and <laughs> again man you're doing it you're killing it and for everybody listening to this podcast thank you so much for tuning in and i'll catch you guys on the next episode If you're listening to me right now, you, my friend, have made it to the end of the podcast. I want to take some time to thank you and congratulate you for being different and taking control of your career, doing things like listening to this podcast, putting yourself out there and building the experience needed to land your dream job is what's going to set you apart and not be just another statistic. So great job. Keep it up. And if you're enjoying this podcast, Please share it with your friends. 
and make sure you subscribe and leave us a review. Talk to you soon.